Oh, live from New York, it's the show that also thinks the Nas album is great. It's First Things First. <laughs> on today's show. It's not. Oh, no, it is. That, no, it's that, not. It's a good album. Media B. It is a good album. Some good media. <laughs> There's a chance that Baker makes his debut tonight for wow. the Rams. He literally just, that's him showing up. <laughs> the question is, are we sure this is a good thing? Meanwhile, we debut a brand new segment Ooh. called are you worried about your finals pick? Spoiler alert. One Nick person on the show be. is terrified. He, he, he should be. One person's not at all. You kind of gave it away. And finally, oh, <laughs> Brew is back from his hiatus. Yeah. Which yeah. means we're back to the butt list alongside Nick Wright. I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, are there any surprises, a.k.a. is oh, Russell yeah. Wilson finally not on the butt list? Uh, I might give Russ a reprieve this week. Might. That's just a little teaser. <laughs> a little teaser. That's not the answer. You don't know. No, you don't know. Stay he tuned for an be. hour. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, but we start with Jimmy G and Brock. Kyle Shanahan still optimistic about his rookie. Here's the 49ers coach yesterday. Can you compare the difference in the process of you and the coaching staff going from Trey to Jimmy and now from Jimmy to Brock? Um. I think it was a little bit bigger from Trey to Jimmy, just in terms of um, the running element that Trey had, uh, just how we looked at a game plan, how we positioned other formations and stuff to kind of keep him always as a threat as a runner. Um, Jimmy and Brock aren't necessarily running threats, so you don't sit there and design stuff like that, but they're definitely both mobile enough to make plays with their legs. Okay. Now, if you're anything like me, you're thinking, wow, fair answer. Thank you. I'm surprised they led the show with that. What? But well, we, we have someone. <laughs> I'm just, just going to sit here and, yeah. and listen. Well, but, Nick, what? Maybe what, what do you have a question something. to ask me? I don't know. You're the yeah. leader of the show. What you just say about we Jimmy G? Nick insisted that we leave. Behind the curtain, <laughs> Thank you. Nick insisted listen, we Listen, how much more evidence do you need that Kyle Shanahan couldn't stand this guy? <laughs> and that Kyle Shanahan, at every opportunity uh, he has gotten, would like to move on from him, try someone else out, and now that the option is a seventh-round pick who has never started a game, and he's at, given a chance to talk about, you know, how hard it's going to be and moving on from Jimmy and the big golf. He's like, yeah, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy, basically the same guy, basically the same thing. And here's the thing. Even Jimmy's biggest defenders, of which I'm looking at one and a half, yeah. Broussard and Wilds some of the time. Because <laughs> Wilds, while I am Mr. Consistency, Wilds at times, unfortunately, is Mr. Inconsistency when it comes to at least Jimmy Sometimes Garoppolo. Exactly. So there you go. So <laughs> I think even you guys would admit that for any other team, this would be devastation. End their Super Bowl hopes. Yet for the Niners... It's done nothing to them, at least according to Vegas. And, Brew, I know, I already know. I, I don't, don't like, know. I, I don't, got hold, on, hold on one second. Just wait a second. You don't know. Hold on. Just wait a second. Because I, you like to say, I've never said Jimmy G's an all-pro. So I'm not even going to talk about what would happen to the Chiefs or to the Bills or to the Bengals. I'm not going to do that. Right now, this moment, mm -hmm. if Geno Smith went down and Drew Locke, were the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, would people be writing them off in a way that they have not written off the Niners? Yes. If Ryan Tannehill, if Ryan, oh, if, if Ryan Tannehill went down, Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis was stepping in, who was in the same draft, the, in the he same he almost, No, he oh, almost beat the Chiefs, so, so, so Malik it, Willis. So if you would leave the Titans as contenders if Tannehill went down? I don't They'd think so. probably be about if, where they are. If, Tua went down, and Teddy Bridgewater, who has started games in this league, would we be writing off the Dolphins? If Dak went down, and Cooper, who we saw come in, would we be writing? The answer is yes. All of those teams would be written off. Yet the Broncos, I'm sorry, the, the Niners, who have the least proven quarterback of any of those guys, Brock Purdy, seventh-round pick this year. It's like, yeah, should be fine. That's all you need he to know. First of all, I didn't even say that. Are you done? Yeah. Because I got it. I'm just trying to figure out where to begin, Wow. What's all this ammunition? Where to begin? Yeah, First, I'm going to just – I got to I gotta dress you down graphic. a little bit, Nick. <laughs> this is shameful. What's shameful? This is shameful. Your disdain for Jimmy G knows no bounds. <laughs> There's no limit to – 
You are a smart man. You don't always use your intelligence for good, but you are definitely a what smart man. What do I do? You don't even have to be a smart man to see what Kyle Shanahan was saying. <laughs> All he was saying is, is that Jimmy G and Brock Purdy, Purdy the same guy. and Jimmy G's skill set, not the quality or the level of sure. the skill set, but the skill set is much more similar than Jimmy G's and Trey Lance. That's, That's it. Yeah. Jimmy G and Brock Purdy got quick releases. Both accurate on the short, medium yeah. passes. Neither throws the long ball right. very well. Agreed. That's what he's Singing saying. So, so you know what? The same playbook, for the most part, mm-hmm. we have to take a little bit of it out because Brock doesn't have any right. experience. Most notably, the but run the out same the back playbook the we use Brock for Jimmy G, one. we will be like, able to I use for Brock Purdy. That's it. Uh-huh. And Trey Lance, ammo? well, no, that's, that, uh, that was just, up the I had to get that out. <laughs> oh, Trey okay. Lance, of course, a different skill set. Here's the other thing, because, oh, any team lost their starting quarterback, mm-hmm. they'd be yes, done. They'd be done. Put, yes. It's over. Let me take you back to 2015. We'll have the graphics some, at some point. 2015. Oh, wow. it's right there. Oh, a number one ranked defense, San Francisco. 2015, Denver. Uh, the quarterback gets hurt in this in, late in the season. Great. Brock Purdy steps in. Another Brock. Brock Osweiler stepped in. What? And then the starter comes back late in the year. Doesn't play great. Doesn't put up huge numbers because he's coming back from the foot injury and wins the what Super Bowl. Great. Guess who that was? It, it was, was Peyton Manning. What is that evidence great. of? I'm That's so evident. You historical said historical precedent. Yes, it's historical precedent, and you said if any other team <laughs> lost its starting quarterback, any other team this year, you didn't have to go that far. I'm, we could no, have gone about to Nick Foles. I'm not yeah. limited then do, to just then, the, then the actually thirteen use a real games they've already done, played. Then or you should have done Carson Wentz to Nick Foles because that one's ridiculous. First of all, Peyton well, was, I could have gone Peyton there too. Was horrendous that year. He was Did nine, he win the he Super Bowl? Pause for a moment. He was nine touchdowns, seventeen interceptions, and he. Came back for oh, the entirety oh. of the playoff run. So it's Wilds, that, what am it's I not about? All you're about facts over. It's facts and, and, and wins. you're like Felix and wins. And too. wins. Oh, facts and he wins. won the Super Bowl. <laughs> won That's the Super great. Bowl. That's part great. of his legacy. Okay, was that the ammo you had? Yeah, yeah I mean, that was, that was, was ammo. The, the the first thing was ammo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't I know what was There was ammo up the wall. Okay, is what happened. Hey, Trent Williams also weighed in on this. What did he say? We really miss Jimmy. We can't replace him. Purdy. Has been in the league for 15 years. If you're talking, he'll say, shut your behind up. He's not a timid rookie feeling his way around. You would think he's like, here it is again, bro. Here it is. Peyton Manning or something. Okay. I mean, I don't so know. What, I've got a question. Now the players agree with Brew. No, I, you're on a bad This spot. is Brock Purdy being Peyton Manning, not Jimmy Garoppolo being oh, Peyton geez, Manning. Oh, jeez, how many guys and that Peyton one, Manning? And his, Sorry. Brock Purdy was Brock Osweiler. So I just have a question <laughs> for you guys. Confused on how what many is that? Are what is this Manning. about? That is a I, quote I'm just about, waiting to see how you finagle your way out of this. <laughs> what do you mean? Trent That's a, Williams has shot you down. That, I've shot on, wait, you down. Wait, 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 Miles wait, is on board. Wait a second. Hold on. Do you know what that quote was about? That quote was about Brock Purdy. A complimentary quote you, about You Brock don't Purdy. think he likes Jimmy G? Trent, well, they love Jimmy okay. G in that locker room. So that is what I hoped you would say. I have had to listen yeah. for the entirety of the very brief Trey Lance tenure. The, I the never saw a quote like that about exactly. Trey Lance. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Thank you, so Bruce, for just continuing okay. to walk into this. I, the entirety of Trey Lance's brief tenure, I heard as ammunition against him. That, why aren't any of his teammates talking about him? There's all these, Mike Silver once upon a time got a yeah. telegram that his arm was hurt. Silver. And because all of that, that. that, Silver was not all over that, he but neither here insider. nor there. And... Now, Brock Purdy's been there 96 hours as the starter, and you have the single best player on the team saying, guy reminds me of one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, you, which I normally would just call it pablum, just general teammates supporting teammates. But about 40% of your guy's Jimmy Garoppolo case has been built on the fact that George Kittle once wore a T-shirt with his face yeah, on it. Like you it. really like that. Yeah, it's good. You guys That's really big. like the fact that his teammates like him. Do so you I would admit imagine. they do? I, of course they, they like him. him. Okay. Yeah, he makes all of them look better. So the, 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 the question I would ask is, does this not further bolster the case 
that, that already the team feels like they can win with Brock Purdy, which leads you to believe they can win with any quarterback. Which is how they have won with Jimmy Garoppolo. Dusty, sure. get the graphic. Right. Wow, why? I don't mean the seventy percent because oh, I, you I, I, you keep mentioning that they can't can't win with anybody or they can win with anybody, right? Brock Purdy, Nick Mullins. No, I not uh, Nick Mullins. Uh, Beth, C.J. Beathard, not C.J. Beathard, Brian Hoyer. But those were also pretty. A lot of you, those, those guys are better. Brew. They have better resumes than Brock Purdy. Brew, what if, so? But hold on. What would if I told you? that Jimmy G's record with Kyle Shanahan is almost identical, almost to the game, to Nick Bosa's record with Kyle Shanahan. Uh, and that Kyle Shanahan, hold on a second. And the, what, what if I told you that so many of those losses, because we know what it is, it's 9-29, with I got it for you even though we don't have the graphic. It's 9-29 with any other quarterback, and I think 36-17 and 17 with Jimmy. 42-19 including playoffs. Okay, 42-19 including <laughs> playoffs. There you go. So, good. so that's what it is. The playoffs actually bring the winning percentage I, down a touch. Some of the players are hurt. There's no so, doubt. When Bosa's Jimmy was hurt, hurt Bosa was hurt, and exactly. Kittle was hurt. And that first not year, exactly. Bosa wasn't even on the team. The year that you always Yeah, about, but they still had other good players. They, and when they were 1-10, they, they, they really didn't have good players. How do you win five straight? They really didn't have good players. How do you win five straight? But it, but any, anyway, I, I forgot my train of thought. That's all right. We're going to move. We're, okay. That Jimmy okay. G's awesome. I, I think the quote, <laughs> yeah. the Trent Williams quote, yeah. Brock Purdy might be a poor man's Jimmy G. Yeah, and, and, poor, and that's like Peyton, Peyton Manning, so Jimmy G is like Peyton Manning. There you go. Moving on. Uh, look ahead to the actual game. It's the 6-6 six and six Bucks going to San Francisco. It's America's Game of the Week, by the way. 49ers are favored by 3.5. This is bizarre I'm even saying this against Brock Purdy. Nick, <laughs> do you expect Brady to pull the upset off here? No, of course not. Wow! No, I think the you, you wow. have to figure out. Because you like Tampa, you're all over the map on I'm Brady not, now. Right, I'm not sure. Where you, you, you like Tampa, Nick? Yeah. You think they're they got a shot? You, you, you want to do both our talk? No, our but you're right. I'm just repeating what the, you said. No, I do think Tampa's a dangerous playoff team. I do not think Tampa has any shot in this football game. Those are two completely different circumstances. This play, this game right here. The, how is Tampa going to score points? The answer is they're not. That Brady is not going to put his body in jeopardy when they are the division, now that Atlanta especially has gone to the rookie, essentially locked up against a pass rush and a defense that has annihilated everyone since the Chiefs hung 40 on them. The, the Niners have allowed seven second-half points in the last five games they've played. That's one point, what, four points per game in the second half over the last five games. So they're not going to be able to throw the ball, and they haven't been able to run the ball on anybody. So all, what is San Francisco to cover the three and a half? They probably need 17 points. That would probably cover the three and a half. So I think that this is an awful matchup for Tampa. I do think Tampa is a more dangerous first-round playoff opponent than, say, Minnesota for a list of reasons. But San Francisco's going to win their division and not going to – I'm not talking about Tampa versus San Francisco in round one. And so, yeah, I do think Tampa's a dangerous playoff team. I also think they have no chance of beating San Francisco. Finally, a nice take. How long have we been on the show now? About well, 13 minutes. Nice take, Nick. I agree. Wiles, I think you disagree. You're saying how in the world can Tom Brady not be favored over Brock Purdy? Here's how. Here's some of the quarterbacks Brady's lost to this year. Jacoby Brissett and the Cleveland Browns. And Brissett looks like a superstar compared to Brock Purdy. P.J. Walker. You like to call him Madam P.J. Walker. Yeah. And the Carolina Panthers. He's not even Mr. Irrelevant. At least, at least Mr. Irrelevant got drafted. All right, P.J. Walker did and Pittsburgh, both Mitch Trubisky and Pickett, Kenny, Kenny Pickett, Pickett, right? Both of them. All right, so they don't, they're not, Tampa's not going to win this game. I will say this, Nick. If they somehow do, if Brady somehow pulls this off, I will join you in being like, okay, Tampa, well, yeah, they're they can win the NFC. Can I tell you something? I'll join you in If it. I pick this tomorrow and tune in 4 o'clock tomorrow for the upset, upset alert. alert. First one in two weeks. Uh, Don't I wonder, give me I'm trying any to see what's going you're like, on. Oh, you're picking Tom Brady versus Mr. I can see it coming down 
the pipeline what? that you criticize me if I say that's Tom Brady. Because it'll be It's just Purdy. Yeah. No. No, no, like, no, That's I a weak pick. No, 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 I wouldn't criticize you for that. I'd criticize you for having your upset alert be a three-and-a-half-point dog. Back when the upset alert had real prestige, he picked ten-point dogs. That's what he did in America, but then all of a sudden he let letter writing go to his head. He let all these fancy graphics go to his head, and now he plays it safe. A lot of sponsors to take Out here being like, <laughs> not just me. It's people on the streets. Yeah. Passers-by. Yeah. So is that going to be the upset alert? Tune in, 4 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, okay. You get a front row seat. I right. thought you might go Broncos over Chiefs. That, oh, see, that's geez. the old school. I don't know that's the hey, old school Baker upset alert. Start. There's an upset alert. Baker Broncos started. over Chiefs. I, I, have have that. That. I might go. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Speaking of good games, this is a great one because guess what? Baker Mayfield might be starting. What? <laughs> Truth. Here's McVay about Baker possibly playing tonight. I would lean towards that he'll be active. Now, whether or not that means that he would play or he would be available in an emergency setting is something that we're going to continue to work through. You know, kind of like I said, you know, you're still trying to give him the appropriate information. There's so many things that a quarterback's responsible for. And so how do you really try to package um, the en enough information to be able to allow him to go play well without overloading him with unnecessary stuff is, is kind of that balance. I mean, it would be unprecedented. Uh, from my experiences because of everything that a quarterback's asked to do to bring him in in such a short period of time and have him go out there. But I do think that he'd be capable of it if we asked. But, um, you know, we'll uh, we'll take that really, you know, one day at a time until tomorrow. Okay, well, tomorrow has come. And here's what <laughs> Schefter said. Last sentence is the most important one. If Wolford is not healthy enough to play, Baker Mayfield would be in line, Broussard, to start against the Raiders tonight. Jeff Schwartz is here, but I'm starting with Broussard. Brew, is this a good idea? No. I love it. It's a bad idea. It's a horrible it. idea. Because there's genuine excitement, for some reason, in L.A. about Baker. We've seen quotes from you know, uh, several players, Tyler Higby. Uh, McVay looks excited. If he goes out, there's a 95% chance he would go out and be horrible. Tonight. How'd you calculate that? <laughs> Just believe me, trust okay, me. 95%, right. I did the math. Okay. Yeah. And then all that excitement is gone. And I got, look. I think they clearly like, like him. Like McVay seems to like him. Some players seem to like him. I wonder, do they respect him though? Huh? Because would they put like a proven quarterback in this position to start like a day after you arrive? I'm just throwing it out there. It seems like he's at rock bottom. <laughs> What's he got to lose, win, whatever? Let's put him out there. Whereas a guy with something to lose – you would probably respect a little more before putting him out there. By talent alone, he's the best quarterback on the roster. Clear. Doesn't mean he's ready to play tonight. Um, the worst part of this will be third down. First and second down, I think he'll be fine. Hand the ball off, play action pass, bootleg. It's third down would be the most issues for him to be in the game. Remember, though, Sean McVay used to talk to Jared Goff the entire time in the headset until it ran out. 15 seconds yeah. up before the snap. If he does that tonight, here's the formation, here's the play, what to watch out for. Good luck. Snap the ball. Let's see what happens. Like, oh, like, I like, that. like I mean, awesome. you know, th there's a way to sort of so make this work. So it can happen. It's but not he gives the best. Look, the Rams 
are not in tank mode, right? Like they're not trying to lose games because they, they don't, don't have, have their, their draft pick. pick. They, right. So they're trying to still win football games. And Baker Mayfield, talent alone compared to you know, the two guys Walford on the roster, Perkins. give them the best you chance know, Perkins, to win. Perkins, you know, played hard in his one start against a great team. Well, playing hard. I mean, Baker will play hard. Uh, and so, the listen, the Rams lost six straight. They'll, they've lost eight of nine. They are aside. If you remove the Texans, they are in the argument for the worst team in the entire NFL. Mm-hmm. And that's independent of the quarterback situation. Which is why Wilds, if I were Baker... I'd privately go to Sean McVay and be like, let's wait till next week. <laughs> like, give me, give me, a, next that. week, by the way, is national television against the Packers. The Packers defense that's pretty mediocre. The Packers would be coming off a bye. But it's like a real, you know, that's a real game. And you have a week and, and a half. And you would have a week and a half to prepare. And I would quietly go to McVay and be like, listen, obviously, if you got to have me, I work for you now. I'll do my best. But I am kind of trying to save my career. And I, I have been employed by you guys. Baker Mayfield, as of this moment, has been employed by the Rams for less than 48 hours. The game <laughs> is in five hours. And they're talking about awesome. him starting it. Just awesome. That would be, to me, <laughs> like, it would be irresponsible okay. for the Rams to do it. And I think it would be... It would show a little bit of hubris if Baker supported the idea of them doing it. I would, if, if a player does that, though, yeah. he's a desperate player, right? He's, he's playing for his career. Correct. And he goes to them and says, no, I ain't ready for well, this. Does I, that look – I mean, how do they look at It's probably not a good look, but remember, if, if Walford can't play, he has to dress. Like, he has to be the backup quarterback. So, in a sense, he has to be ready to play at some point, right? Because if, if, if number two can't go and number three gets hurt – no, Baker of course. Play so he has to be ready to but play. But I feel like the point. expectations, Wilds, are different. That we would be evaluating him different on Friday. If he starts the game as a backup, someone gets hurt, he comes in, sure. plays terrible, and it's right. like, okay, he just got signed. He wasn't even supposed to play. As opposed to if tonight he takes the first <laughs> snap, be awesome. don't you think there's going to be expectations that he plays well? Yeah. Yeah, that's not If fair. he's out there, I expect, like, Baker being awesome. Okay. Well, what, I, I, and I, he's not. Well, he wasn't awesome this year. That would, but I expect something magical to happen. Okay. This is narrative-wise – we saw Baker at the peak of his powers winning the playoff game for the Browns. Yes. Like, oh, my God, you took this moribund franchise to a single playoff win. And then it got worse and worse. And then we went to Carolina, and, we're, and now you got released. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, you're on Super Bowl champions. And I want to see this go this way. That last question before we get yeah. to um, Von Miller. What are the chances? You got 95% it goes horribly. What are the chances... Serious question. That it just goes awesome, like it's like like. What, just, what is what, what is awesome? Like awesome means awesome stuff happens. Oh, probably, like, <laughs> probably zero. Uh, okay. I mean, like he might throw some funny interceptions. You believe though? You really think Wilds it's must see TV? Awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I hope he plays. For us, it's great. If they but, say, okay, we're gonna block everyone up and you throw as far as you can, we can see some awesomeness. I mean, that, that's a play they that's certainly a good play, can Justin. run. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean it's going to be successful. I, you know who I'm actually happy for if he plays? The only person I'm happy for, really? Josh Al Michaels. Oh. He deserves something fun this Thursday. Like, he deserves something awesome to call. That is great. I love it. Uh, tune in. Okay. We're moving on to Buffalo. Okay. Where Josh Allen weighed in on losing Von Miller for the season. Take a listen. Um, obviously sucks losing him. Guy of his caliber. You know what he came here to do um, and help this team out. You know I don't know when he's coming back, but um, you know he's coming back. And just to have his presence in the locker room and, and you know teaching guys still, I think that's going to be a big help for us. Um, obviously, we wish he's out there, you know, with us, and we're we're praying for him. We're keeping him in our hearts. Um, but the only way is forward, and um, you know, guys got to step up. Okay. Yeah. So he I, seems concerned. Well, yeah. So here's Wiles. What do they call me? Mr. Consistency. Correct. And I will be consistent in this. I believe Von Miller's the Bills' best player, but I understand that's an argument. Some people say Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So let's just say Von Miller is the best non-quarterback on the Buffalo Bills. Yes. Fair? Let's play a game. If Dallas lost Micah Parsons, would we say that changes what is realistic for them this year? Yes. If the Bengals lost Jamar Chase, if the Chiefs lost Travis Kelsey, if San Francisco lost Nicky Bosa, if Miami lost Tyreek Hill, all of their team's best non-quarterback done for the year, would we come on TV and be like, oh, my God, what a shame. A Super Bowl-caliber team, we now have to change our opinions of. I wouldn't of. fold up the test, but though. I, 
I'm not folding up the tent, but I am saying this is the, aside from the quarterback, the single worst thing that could happen to them as a franchise for this season has happened. Meanwhile, the quarterback a little banged up too. And everyone is just whistling through the graveyard, acting like everything's fine in Buffalo. It's not. And I'm the hater for it. I'm the well, only one watching. I wonder evidently. why people think no, you're the no, hater. No, I'm the – everyone is acting like the Bills are still blowing people out. They're not. Everyone is acting like jo- that Von Miller – I'm sorry, Josh Allen is still playing at MVP level. It's been six weeks since he last did. Everyone's acting like the Bills – The piece that was supposed to get them over the top to beat Kansas City, who won them the Kansas City game, Von Miller, isn't done for the year. He is. So how can we act like everything's the same? All right, can I show you a graphic and, Jeff, have you respond to it? Because I asked uh, Josh to dig in Mm -hmm. on the idea that, like, the Bills needed a pass rush to try to get to the next level. So Josh crunched the numbers. I should say me and Josh. I was there too, Josh. Uh, Sacks a game about the same. Quarterback hit wow. about the same. Pressure percentage but that is about wild. the same. I'm asking Jeff the, why. Okay. The, what? The, well done. Thank you. Well Me and Josh. Josh was there too. Josh, yes. Okay, I'm going to kill you. The, 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 he just destroyed everything Nick said. You just destroyed everything in one fell swoop. The only reason they brought Von Miller in was to beat the Chiefs in January. That's right. the number one reason why. Okay. The Bengals, and, too, maybe. It, yeah, and the first game they played this season was his best of the season. Nine pressures, two sacks, and he dominated that game. Dominated. He's one of the reasons why the Chiefs lost that game and the Bills won that game. His only purpose was to be healthy this time of the year in January and February. It's unfortunate he's not there, but that's why they brought him in. They brought him in so there's 13 seconds left in the game. They can rush Patrick Mahomes and make him uncomfortable and move him off his spot. They can't do that now. It's absolutely a huge loss for Buffalo. How can I mean, you say it's, it's not- a big loss? So they were, but they can still well, 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 just well, they can still win. Well, but it's well, still, that, Nick still doesn't think. No, no, no. I, 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 I never said they can't. I've never said well, that. It, of course, it's I not am saying, impossible. I am but. saying that they are being treated in a way I've never seen a team treated. Like Kansas no City matter lost Tyreek what? Hill. You said Kelsey, but they did lose Tyreek Hill. Not mid-season. They planned for it. They <laughs> traded him. He didn't retire. He didn't get hurt. They, he was under contract, and they made a choice as a franchise to trade him away, and they built their team knowing that. Yeah. That is not the same as losing Von Miller to a torn ACL in December. What I am saying is... There is evidently no amount of evidence that can be presented to football media to make them decide the Bills aren't some juggernaut. They have been. They, they're the number one seed in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Do you think they, they were will the stay number there? one ranked? Do you, uh, we'll do you see. think they'll stay there? They're, they were the number one ranked defense a year ago. Do you think they'll stay there? Do you think they'll stay there? Okay. So, you, so they're getting Tre'Davious White back at some point. Okay. They still got good defenders. Like they're not going. They're not going to be as good without Von Miller. But are they going to fall to mediocre defensively but, without him? No. But my point is, with Von Miller, they didn't look like a dominant team the last six Well, they're weeks. only the number one seed. I, bro, do you think they're going to stay the Kansas City was edging teams every That's weekend, great. and That's they great. still stood the top of the team. Do you think they're going to stay the number one seed? Yeah. You do. They're winning the AFC. They don't need the number one seat. They're winning the AFC. That's that's all that matters. That's all right. They they, 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 couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'm I'm honest. That's all. (laughs) Stay tuned for this one. We're talking about uh, excuse me, not Kyrie, Kyler, and the Cardinals. They play America's team, the New England Patriots, Monday night. And like much of the year, Arizona is dealing with some outside noise. This time. Kyler responding back to Patrick Peterson's criticism of sort of a little bit of selfishness on his part. Take a listen. I was honestly, I was super shocked, you know, when I seen it because I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't even have Twitter on my phone. You know, Keith, Keith actually sent it to me. Uh, asked it, you know, he asked me what I did to him. I said, I don't know. So, I mean, that, that was kind of the gist around. I was confused. <laughs> but, no, I mean, I know who I am. I'm not really tripping about anything that, you know, comes my way. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I... Everyone's worried about Kyler Murray, right? Yes. Everybody. Right now, is aside from Denver, is there any team we're certain is more regretting their quarterback contract than the one Kyler has right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is there was smoke around him. I, I remember the pre-draft stuff with a Dan Patrick interview. 
and that didn't go well. It was there was a little scuttlebutt about. You remember that? Yeah. It was such a weird mini controversy, but it seemed to be kind of generally accepted he was not conducting himself great. And then he kind of seemed to stay out of the headlines, except for the ter- you know the postseason collapses and the odd video game rumors. Like, guy, the guy sure <laughs> likes gaming a lot. And then, I mean, that was there. I'm just telling you it was there. And then there was the horrific playoff game. Then the, all right, we'll give you a quarter of a billion, but you have to cross your fingers and promise you'll care about football stuff. Then there was the Larry Fitzgerald kind of, leading a weird charge of folks crushing him on Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. And then there's Patrick Peterson, one of the best players in the history of the franchise, saying he's just a me-me guy. There's all the histrionics on the sideline. And it just seems like, to me, pretty damn obvious that the Cardinals have a Kyler Murray problem that seemingly everyone recognizes, except for Kyler Murray, who seems to think they have no problem whatsoever. Like, I don't... I, I, I saw you squinting a bit, like maybe you thought I was being unfair. I don't think I'm being unfair. I think we have a lot of evidence of this. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I think when you pay the money you do to Colin Murray, you expect him to elevate your franchise, right? To, to put you on a different level. And we have not seen that this year. Right. But I think a lot of us are hoping to see him with a different coach eventually, right? Because right. we think, you know, Kingsbury, not a good coach. And Agreed. I, I assume he'll be, he'll be fired and then move on. But the pattern is troubling, right? Start faster, finish slower. The whispers that you've talked about, about the leadership, maturity, and when you pay someone as much money as he has, which is great. I'm glad everyone gets paid, but you expect your, your franchise to be lifted up by that player, and it's not at the moment. Yeah, the scary thing to me is he, the intangible. I'm big on intangibles, and he's failing in every one of those, it seems. You don't study a lot, even if he does four hours a week. I mean, <laughs> that's still not a lot, right? That was an odd thing. Your teammates don't. At least some, it doesn't appear that a lot of them don't like you. Um, he, he just doesn't seem like a leader. But I'm also banking with you. I'm, I'm going to blame it on the coach. I'm going to say, the okay. The personality's not he, the coach's fault. I'm not blaming the personality on the coach, but I'm just saying I'm going to say he's got a bad coach who has proven at both the college and the pro level that he can't win. He's had 10 seasons at both levels with these quarterbacks. Davis Mills, who in college was fine, yeah. right? Kyler Murray, uh, obviously at Arizona. Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes. And he's had four winning seasons in 10 years as a head coach. So I'm going to say, look, let's get a new coach in here. Hopefully, like we talked about with Baker, hopefully Kyler will be humbled. Publicly, he's not showing it. You're right. But hopefully, privately, he's humbled enough to get in the drawing room. Uh, play you yeah. a, a piece of video. Okay. It's Kyler yelling at DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. And then I think we also have video of Kyler yelling at Cliff. And the question Quicker is... Quicker show video of him not yelling. Is this? Well, we've got... Every time a quarterback blows up at a, a receiver or a coach, whether it's Tom Brady, also just equipment, whether it's Tom Brady and the <laughs> tablet right. or Aaron Rodgers in the floor, yeah, we have some discussion of this. But if you end up winning, it's like, you know what that is? They, they, uh, competitive drive. But if you end up losing, it's, yeah. there's a real issue with the quarterback. So I don't know what to make of this because we, it's almost like we – Change the yeah. narrative on depending on if you're four and eight or if, geez, if Aaron Rodgers won one game, you're like, wow, that's her, he did it. Well, we don't know the context of what he's yelling at or for, right? I mean, that's part of it as well. I'm fine with quarterbacks being emotional and and, and being and having feelings and being and, and yelling at players like we've seen Peyton Manning do it, Tom Brady do it. We've seen these great quarterbacks do it. So the context matters here. Why is he yelling at Hopkins? Did Hopkins legitimately screw up? But, is it is it more about hey man, let, let's get this right, right? If, the, if, if if this guy does this, you do this, we'll hit it now. The Kingsbury thing seemed like he was genuinely upset with Kingsbury, and Kingsbury's not a good coach. Like, I understand why I understand, he's upset Right, but hold on. Guys, they, I don't – again, maybe I'm being reckless here, but we've got all the evidence in the world that the guy appears to be, uh, as Patrick Peterson said, only worried about himself. That's his teammate for two years that said it. We have seen him – we've heard him say, you guys got to stay awake. When I'm out there. King, and again, I think Kingsbury is a bad coach. Yes. But Kingsbury also, you know, at some point this offseason, thought Kyler was such 
a terror to deal with. It was like, you know what? You call plays. I want to, I want you to learn. Remember yeah. that moment? That was oh, the the wow. team that yeah, the paid him yeah. was like, you have to cross your heart and promise you'll actually watch film. <laughs> hey, Larry wow. Fitzgerald is sitting, the, what, the best Cardinal ever, is sitting on the set listening to everyone take turns, talk about how Colt McCoy is this amazing guy, and it'd be nice if he had Kyler's skill with Colt's attitude. And, and Larry's like, hmm, some good points. <laughs> Guys, I, I mean, what? I don't know what evidence we need. Now, the talent is immense, but with all that talent, they have four wins this year, and they came over John Walford, Andy Dalton, Baker's uh, Panthers, and that crazy overtime win against the Raiders. But they did make the playoffs last year. Yes, and he, he played one of the worst playoff goals. games I've ever okay, seen. A playoff game, though. I mean, I'm not going to kill him for struggling in his first playoff game. Okay. God, I hope the Patriots win on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming up next, are you worried about your finals prediction? A brand new segment. I'm Stay not. tuned. It's great How segment. can you not be? They are a combined 500. How? <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Stay with us in 14 minutes. If you're in the market for some inspiration or some indictment, you came to the right spot. It's the Bud List. Then tomorrow at 4 o'clock, oh, it's America's hottest segment. So hot we put a fireball on the graphic. It's upset alert. But right now, we have a brand new segment. We got brand new pensive music. It's called Worry Watch. And the question that we are asking is, now that we're about a third of the way through the season, is it time for you to be worried about your NBA Finals pick? Broussard, we're going to start this with This is going to be a great test of integrity here. Wow, okay. So I'm very curious to see what happens. Okay, sure. Bring it on. Last night in Utah, scared? the Jazz dropped Bruce Warriors. Steve Kerr saying after the game, in my experience, there's one game like this every year where you leave the building saying, what just happened? <laughs> Warriors now 13 and 13. Brew, they were your finals pick. Are you officially worried? Entire context, Wilds. That game last night, yeah. no Draymond Green, okay. no Steph Curry. Yeah. Have those guys Does played that make the a previous difference? 25? I think that makes it. No, they haven't played the previous oh, 25. Okay. I mean, you want to be literal. But no, I'm not worried at all. I am not worried at all. At all. All right, now look. I get it. They're 500. They're, they're struggling a bit. But Clay Thompson, Nick, and you, you know this, he's played, he's starting, he was bad last night, especially at the end of the game. He had some gaps. But overall, last 10 games, 22 and a half points, 46% shooting from Trey. All right, I, 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 I like that. Jonathan Kaminga, who was a problem negatively in the beginning of the season, has started to play better. Started to play. No, he was terrible in the beginning yeah, of the season. But what's he doing? He's starting That's- to get better. All he is is a bench guy. They just need him to be pretty good and do the right thing. So I'm not worried. And here's the other reason, Nick, I'm not worried. Let's face it, and you know this, there's no world beater out west. There's, that's probably why you're not going to be worried about your okay, pick, but well, there's no world okay, beater. Okay. Am I afraid so, of Phoenix that got beat by down 45 last night? Am I afraid of the Lakers who can't stay healthy? Mm-hmm. Memphis who's young? I mean, Denver, Dallas? They, no, well, I'm not afraid of no, about no world beater, but you absolutely should be worried about the Warriors. At no point this year have they looked like a championship team. There's not a single stretch of basketball where they it's like, oh, okay, there it is. Just need to lock in. Ring night. They no, but not even yeah, the ring. The, yes, when they before the game actually tipped off, even that game against the Lakers, they weren't great. I'm not saying they haven't had great games. They have had individual great games. They've been a terrible road team. Well, there you the go. young guys, the young guys have not produced at all. Poole has taken a step backwards when he's playing with everybody. When Poole gets the lion's share like last night, he can do great until the game-ending turnover at the end. Wiseman was in the G League until very recently, and you mentioned Kaminga and Mo- you didn't even mention Moody, who they were expecting things from. I don't know how you're not worried about the Warriors. Okay. I'm baffled. Okay, well, officially, not worried. Not worried. worried. Moving on. Head over to Nick's team in the West. The Dallas Mavericks, they're in seventh place. They have won three in a row, but they are a lowly three and eight on the road. Nick, are you officially worried about your Mavs? Of course. See? That's how you do it. I'm that's dripping I'm wait, that's, objectivity. I'm not worried and about the Warriors. That's, okay. I mean, sure. I'm just being honest. Uh, sure. Uh, of course I'm worried because Luca is averaging 33 9 and 9, and they're still barely above 500. They and they, you know, they need. They, they beat the Nuggets the other night by a point when Luke actually didn't play great, and 
It, if not for that game, they would be exactly 500. They'd be 12 and 12. And Luka's not going to play better. Like, he's, you're not going to be able to play better than 33-9-9 and with what he's doing. And so I am disappointed, actually, their defense has not been the issue that I thought it was. It's been mediocre. It's been, which is all I, which is I thought they like. were going to need it to be because I thought they were going to have the offense this year that the Boston Celtics have had, which is record setting, where you have multiple guys. I think Celtics have five guys in the top 20 in the NBA in three-pointers uh, per game or three-point percentage. They got the best offensive they, rate. Exactly ever. right. right. And that's what I thought the Mavericks could have. And – I do like the fact that, to Bruce's point about the West, there is not one team that has distinguished itself. But right now, they look like a worse version of the team last year mm. that lost in the conference finals. Mm. And so, of course, I'm worried because I'm being honest. I thought I'm like, you'd say you weren't just, worried because well, well, I shakes. believe. All right, I thought you'd say you weren't worried because. In every Western Conference series, they're going to have the best players. Yeah, they will. But okay. that was – they had that last year. Here's the problem with the Mavericks, and you should be worried. They're a one-man show. I mean, and we know that. Of course, everybody knows that. But I mean to the nth degree. Luka does everything, all right? He either shoots it or passes to the guy that's going to shoot it. Yeah. Period. That's the offense. And you said they beat Denver when he didn't play that well. You know what? There was a little more balance. No, there wasn't. He just and it's not shots. Luka's fault. No, but other guys had to step up and score. And it's the way they have him play. They got to change the way they play. Period. Oh, well. Michael Jordan, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant never won this Without way. a second star. Never won. They never not won just a second, second star, star, but playing in a but way they play this, that allows this the way second because guys there isn't do. a second no, star. They don't have to run this offense and have okay, well, to right, do listen, everything. I understand everybody really wants more shots for Josh Green. I don't. They, if they, Get if they guys have involved. Five-man basketball, Nick, is better than one-man basketball. Okay, not if the fifth men are Maxi Kleba and Davis Bertans. It is. Davis Bertans can shoot. Davis Bertans can shoot. Okay. And Kleba can too. Yeah, and Luka gets them open threes that none of those guys can create No rhythm. For he does. They got him you doing really too much. Are, you really should be worried. My goodness. I'm frustrated. They got him doing Yikes. too much. I'm frustrated. Moving on to the Nets. Eastbound and uh, Brewers down. Brooklyn dropped the Hornets last night. Kyrie at 33 and no swoosh on his sneakers. 14 and 12 <laughs> in fourth place. All right, now this is going to be a real Also light years Bruce behind Thomas. the Celtics. Well, okay. And the Bucks. So, so there's this is a, this one needs a little nuance. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Are you worried? Right or not? now, I'm gonna be flat out honest. Boston and Milwaukee are the best teams. Of in course. The yeah. So are you worried? Boston is awesome. We know. But I am optimistic. No. That's not the question. Not called are you about what I see are in you Brooklyn. Worried? I'm optimistic. Are Let me worried? count the ways. <laughs> no. Nick, no. Defense. Okay, I'm a bit, I got a bit of, bit of trepidation. <laughs> I, don't, I got a bit of trepidation. But I, I got to be honest, I'm optimistic. Because, what, a month ago, they this were drowning. Yeah, a month ago, so they were one in five. We can't, They've won seven of their last no, ten since Kyrie's back. I'm going to hit y'all well, with something. You can't agree to do a segment called Are You Worried? And you refuse to participate. I'm going to hit y'all with something <laughs> that both of you going to I bet you you're shocked by. And Nick's the stat guy. What? I'm sure that, that you've gone just Who totally leads the league in block shots? Are you going to say Kyrie or? The Nets. The Nets. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because Kyrie had four left. They're the only team in the league blocking seven or more well, shots a game. In that case. Only 21 teams, have, 22 have blocked more than that in the Who history cares? of the Who league. gives a damn? Their defense is middling. It's 12th in the league. I think it's ranked 12th in the league. The offense is there. Our best defensive player ain't even playing yet, Ben Simmons. He's been out. I'm just saying. Well, I, see room, I see room for growth. And I'll admit, Boston's better, Milwaukee's better right now. So that's why right you now, should say I'm you're a worried. Little, a little, a little worried. A little. No. Okay. But they're playing. You gotta admit, they're balling. Unlike no, I don't. Your yeah, pick. last night's game was this. Hold on. Well, my, they, my they, they, they let them back. Last in. night's game was almost a total travesty for them. Oh, the Hornets might be the worst team in the conference, and they try, almost gave it away. And Brew keeps saying, every time the NBA comes up, he's like, oh, Nick's got to be worried about his finals picks. Our two finals picks yeah. have identical records. One's 500, one's two games over 500. They are in both, which is why. Go ahead and lead us to the Sixers. Okay. Who's playing which is better? Why? My finals pick. No, I mean, they're true. playing the Sixers. 
No, but their Nets no. are playing better than the thank Sixers. Thank you, thank you, Wilds. Speaking of the six, five hundred lost three in a row, including to the Rockets, yes. which really weighed on James Harden's mind, as he and little baby were later seen out in the town discussing the loss. <laughs> are you worried about of your Sixers? Of course, I'm worried. The Sixers are right now playing the same level of basketball as the Warriors, and the Nets are playing the same level of basketball mm. as the Mavs. And just like if you guys remember, America, a whole six minutes ago, when Brew's entire defense of the very mediocre Golden State Warriors was, there's no world beaters out west. Well, there is out east. Yeah. Which is why sure. I'm concerned. Which is why it is so disappointing that Brew has just stripped himself of all integrity this segment. Just admit you're worried. Brew, right now, both of us should be worried. Neither one of our Western Conference okay. teams looks great. I'll and in the East, Boston and Milwaukee look way better than both our teams. I'm going to throw this at you because I'll give you a little something. I think it's all about <laughs> kind of the journey and the context. Oh, my God. I mean, really. What are we talking no, about? No, let's, let's, here's what I'm talking about, Wild. About the journey? <laughs> where was I? Where were, where were I and the Nets? A month ago. Yeah, you've pulled yourself. I from mean, the, the second best hell. player was in in ensconced in all types That's of prejudicial scandals and everything. I, I can't. And, I and now they're actually we're playing like, well. So it's all, I'm just feeling good because it was so bad. Here are the a final results. Brew's not worried about anything. I'm worried about everything. <laughs> My gosh, because I should. I don't know if that was good or bad. I, don't, I think I'm being. We got the buzzers coming up next. Take integrity. That's what I think. Take integrity. I'm battling with my team, man. Bud list up next. Stay with us. It'll be better than the. I might throw Nick on the bud list. <laughs> it is Thursday. It is 4 o'clock. That means it is time for the bud list. And Broussard, before we get to your bud list, as you know, we get a lot of letters on the show. <laughs> for the year 2022, we get a lot of physical mail, and we are willing to address your uh, concerns and comments. Oh, here's music. today's letter reading wow. music. <laughs> Dear Wilds, happy holidays. Love the show. <laughs> My children are driving me mad and making me say bah humbug to the holiday season. <laughs> Brian, age seven, says the bud list is an inspiration, <laughs> while Ryan, his twin brother, Brian says it's Brian. an indictment. Can you please clarify? Happy holidays, Dawn. Dawn? Dawn. Yeah, Dawn. Dawn. Happy holidays to you. It is an inspiration, oh, my good. man. Brian is right. Dawn is a woman. Nothing against Ryan. It's the mother. Yeah, Dawn. I'm sorry about that. But, but, uh, but, but you're, you you're, you're addressing the twins, though. Yeah, the twins. Brian, it's an inspiration. You're right. But Ryan, that's all right, my man. It's all love here on the buttons. Let's get it rolling. At number three, you said it, Wiles. Big game. Brock yeah. Purdy. Ooh. Mr. Relevant. Why is he on the bus list? Hey, third string quarterback. First start of his career. Guess who's across the, the field? The GOAT, yes. Tom Brady. And, and look, I know a lot of people <laughs> so are like, unfair. see, a lot of guys are like you guys. Hey, oh, he's playing with house money. No, he ain't. All right? People expect you because you got Christian McCaffrey. You got Brandon Ayuk, uh. Debo Samuel, George Kittle, so on and so forth. They expect you to keep winning. All right? This is not, oh, he's not. What do you expect? He's Mr. Re no. They expect you to keep winning. Jeez. Nick Wright expects you to lead him to the Super Bowl. All right? <laughs> so that is pressure. And to top it off, you're replacing a guy that lives on the wall of greatness. <laughs> a guy that's on what? the pantheon of all-time winners. I ain't make this up. Yeah, Jeff. I don't think Jimmy G is great, but that's the fact. <laughs> he is in the top seven all-time winners <laughs> in the regular season. How can you put Brock Purdy on here? I'm down. Because he's replacing number seven, Jimmy G, <laughs> at 70.2% of his games. Brock, though, I believe in you, man. I like you, Brock. Just because I like, there's no rule I can't like you and Jimmy G. I like you both, man. I believe in you. At number two, and this will show my objectivity. Nick likes to poo-poo my objectivity and all that as if it ain't real. It is real, and this is proof. Josh Allen. All right, Josh Allen, you know, was my preseason pick for MVP. Not How's that it. going? But a month ago, oh. before they played the Jets, who they happened to play this weekend, he wasn't. He was the MVP front runner. 
They were six and one. They were looking great, and it was all roses. And then the Jets game. I know it started in the second half against Green Bay, but that Jets game, no touchdowns, two picks, bad game. And since then, Nick, including that game, six touchdowns, five interceptions in his last five games. So, Josh, this is the game. Exercise that demon. That's correct. Exercise that demon this weekend. And here's the other thing. Keep the number one seed, which will make Nick All these guys run the table. If you guys are number one seed. Here's the other thing, though. Send a message to the locker room. And they're going to put on the brave face. They're going to say the right things, next man up. But they're human. Your teammates are human, and they know we lost Von Miller. We lost the Super Bowl whisper. Go out there, beat down the Jets, and show them no Von, no problem. Get to 500 in the division. All right, number one on the bud list this week. Oh, another sign of my objectivity. Your dark horse MVP. He's one of my guys. And I'm putting him on here largely because Tua, just like Josh, you got a hater out there. Not out there, in here, right across the desk from me. All right? He kind of played like, oh, you know, I got to admit, Tua, you know, Brew, you were right, Tua. You said he was going to be good, said he's going to be elite. And then a couple days ago, it might have been yesterday, Nick, you showed your true colors. And said, oh, he he turned back into a pumpkin. He's back to earth. <laughs> and you did have your worst game of the season. You were terrible against San Francisco. But it's just a blip. Yes, it sir. happens. Yes, All right? Sir. But some, the hater and others, believe that <laughs> not only have you have your MVP host been dashed, has your winning the NF, the AFC East been dashed, but you might not even make the playoffs because the schedule is rugged. All right, starts this weekend with the Chargers. Then you got the Bills, the Packers, who might be motivated, the Patriots, and the Jets. So come out to to, to this weekend and put the hater – and the haters. Yeah, I'm the only Silence them. <laughs> Silence them, have a big game, and show that you Ooh. are indeed elite. That is the Budleys. Wild. Mean, that is straight a, up inspiration. One of the best Budlists we've had. That's that that straight up inspiring. I like that. Yeah. Thank you, my man. Yeah, I, I like that. I'm, I'm going to stay sort of the same game as, as two is playing. And Brandon Stay, the Charger Touch coach, guys. Look, Ooh. I know they have injuries. Ooh. I get it, right? But if they lose this weekend, they're now behind the Raiders. If the Raiders win tonight Let's in that go. division. But more importantly, guys, do you agree that Justin Herbert is more talented than Tua? Yes. Just ta- physically yes. talented yes. than yes. Tua. Yes, I'll Obviously. give you that. Okay. He's going to watch Mike McDaniel design the perfect offense for Tua and get Tua in the right spots, Tua mm. making the right throws and scoring a bunch of points. He's going to look at his sideline and see his offense do the exact opposite for Justin Herbert. And he has got to find a way to get his star quarterback playing like he can with the talent he has. And if this weekend goes, I think it's going to go, where Miami comes back, bounces back, and the Chargers play their same silly old game where they throw the ball six yards down the field, can't play any defense even though he's a defensive coach, and lose to Miami, he's going to be in the hot seat even more. I agree. I agree. I, I'm Brandon Staley. I'm out on. I'm out on him. You were never in on him. No, nah, I wasn't. You didn't like him. This is just more evidence, all right? <laughs> but I'm yeah, definitely on the buttons. Absolutely. I think the Chargers win that game. I'm putting Ooh, someone on the. I put, I put, I'm putting someone on the bud list, however, that if Brew had actual objectivity, if he were dripping in it as so many of us are, so. Brock Purdy would not be on there with of his zero career starts, and instead Russell Wilson of his 200 plus million dollars would be. <laughs> so, the Broncos play the Chiefs this weekend. And I'm going to tell you guys a story you guys probably don't know about. Oh, ooh. Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes have played each other one time in Mahomes' career, or in either of their career, I suppose. Mahomes' first year started. Mahomes' MVP season. And one quarterback in that game threw for 270 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, a 127 rating, and got the win. That quarterback was Russell Wilson, mm. which now seems like a fairy tale because Russell Wilson couldn't <laughs> throw for three touchdowns over three months if he gave him a chance. That does. That was only four years ago, but it seems like a lifetime ago because since October, the Broncos have scored three touchdowns. Not passing touchdowns, not rushing, three touchdowns for the team since October. And Russell Wilson, I've got a fun stat test for you. Pick which quarterback's been the worst here, if you would. Uh, they're very similar ratings, 
completion percentage, touchdown interception, but the guy on the right has the lowest rating, lowest completion percentage, and the fewest touchdowns. Would you agree he's had the worst season? No. Who are the three quarterbacks? It's a fun one. These never. Two go. different Washington quarterbacks, the one who got benched in Taylor Heineke and Russell Wilson. <laughs> so I say that to say this, Brew. Russell Wilson was brought in to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs have beaten them 14 straight times. They've won the division six years in a row. If they win this weekend, it becomes seven years in a row. The longest ever division title streak in the NFL without cheating. Look it up, America. Oh, okay. Sorry, Wilds. Uh, it's just true. I mean, it's just true. Uh, and so, Russell Wilson can't salvage his season, but he can get a modicum of his dignity back by beating the Chiefs at home this weekend. So he's on the bubble. No, Nick, here's the problem. You mocked me for putting Brock Purdy on there because why? There's no expectations. They they have no (laughs) – Russell Wilson has no chance. They don't have a prayer of beating Kansas City. That's how you feel? They got a prayer. Okay. Prayer prayer is always strong. Yes. Fervent prayer is powerful. But outside of that, they got no chance. Okay. Right. And, and we know that, so I can't put him on the bud list. I mean, he's been on the he's, bud list. He's, he's been the enough. emeritus he's of the bud list. <laughs> he's got Sanger on the bud list. He's he been can't on. get them all. Nick just wanted to rip Russell Wilson. That's yeah, all. That, he knows they got They're going to get me five out four. Uh, as you know, there's a burning debate about whether this is an indictment or an inspiration. But mine is firmly an inspiration because I am putting on New England Patriot great Tom Brady. Ooh. Now, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. We get it. Tom Brady is also 6-6. Six and six. He's got the same record as Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, and the New England Patriots, except the Patriots have scored 30 more total points. The Bucs have a worse record than the Washington Commanders. Now you're going in to face mighty Brock Purdy. <laughs> now I remember a day when quarterbacks used to really matter. You got the best quarterback, but now you got the greatest quarterback of all time playing Mr. Irrelevant, and the greatest quarterback of all time is the underdog. Because of this defense. When you look at these stats, bro, it's a little nerve-wracking. The 49ers first in everything, and the old Bucs not. But what I'm waiting for, oh, no, this is what I shouldn't say. I'm not waiting for anything. I want to live in the present. I'm tired of saying when we get to the playoffs, the Bucs will be good. When we get to the playoffs, the Bucs will be good. No, man. Go out and win this game. Beat the 49ers. Beat Brock Purdy. Purdy's on the bud list. I mean, that was an inspiring little speech Brian, you gave. I'm I mean, Brian, no, I'm not putting him on the button. Okay. He's not. All right. All right. The other guy is across Brew, the hall. Bro oddly the decided this week for all three of our nominations just to dismiss them <laughs> out of hand. Yeah. He didn't really engage on yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bu- yeah, like, we put them on the button <laughs> list. You're supposed to like engage in some way, Brew. I agree with Jeff. A little bit. I don't want to say the only one that had a good addition. Off? You want charity? You want charity? Is that what you want? No, I just want to do the segment. <laughs> Afternoon headlines sponsored by Ram Trucks, built to serve. Stay with us. There's a great segment. Kyle Shanahan is ready for the Brock Purdy era, even though Broussard is not. Here he is. Kyle Shanahan, that is, not Brooke. Talking about the move from Jimmy G to Brock. Take a listen. You compare the difference, the process, you and the coaching staff going from Trey to Jimmy, and now from Jimmy to Brock? Um, I think it was a little bit bigger from Trey to Jimmy, just in terms of um, the running element that Trey had, uh, just how we looked at a game plan, how we positioned all the formations and stuff to kind of keep him always as a threat as a runner. Um, Jimmy and Brock aren't necessarily running threats, so you don't sit there and design stuff like that, but they're definitely both mobile enough to make plays with their legs. I'll be honest with you. Fair answer. Absolutely. I'm great, great yeah. answer. Yeah, not hey, a lot can of Can I air. say this before? Oh, just please. Quickly. Whatever you want, Jeff, buddy. Do not be influenced by his balderdash. He's about to. Okay. I'm just, I just won't be give your the problem. Opinion. The problem, Brew, is Jeff sees the Jimmy Garoppolo situation the way every fair minded football commentator, watcher, fan does, except for people on the west side of this table. <laughs> you <laughs> too. I want you is, to play off that quote. Yeah, hey, I'll play off that, that quote. That's what I want to hear. That Kyle Shanahan. The guy who wanted to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, traded three first-round picks so he could move on from Jimmy Garoppolo, did everything he could this offseason to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, but nary a team in the NFL wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. Now is losing Jimmy Garoppolo and going to the 262nd pick of the draft. Mr. Irrelevant, 
Brock Purdy, and he's like, yeah, really no difference. They really run all the same stuff. Uh, I mean, do I think do I think Brock Purdy is the exact same as Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I hope Brock Purdy is not also the worst fourth quarter playoff quarterback in NFL history. But I guess only time will tell, my friends. Do I think Brock Purdy can? Can do our idiot-proof rinse-and-repeat offense? Yeah, I think it probably can. Now that we have uh, Christian McCaffrey there, do I think that I could plug and play anyone and have a similar success that Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, I do. Nick so Mullins? that's what he's yeah. saying. Well, they didn't have Christian McCaffrey, and they didn't have all these weapons. They didn't have Debo Samuel when Nick Mullins was there. So it's not the same team. See, Wilds just showed me they were the number one defense in the world by a wide margin in every category. I don't know how anyone could score on them except for the Chiefs scored 44 on them. But everyone else is going to struggle. So I think Kyle Shanahan's probably like, yeah, give me anybody. And at least they won't irritate me as much as Jimmy clearly has. So I think that's what he's saying. I want to hear an objective. He, he absolutely feels that he could run the same offense with Purdy than Jimmy G. And that's kind of his point, right? It's like when you're right. preparing for the week, you can run the same offense with both quarterbacks. Because the Trey Lance offense was different, right, as you mentioned. Absolutely. They used his legs. He was part of the offense. But when, when Purdy comes in there, you're running the same exact offense. Now, he might not make the same throws Jimmy can make or the throws that Jimmy has declined to make over the years, which is really putting the ball down the field. So I'm curious if Purdy includes that in his offense. But as far as, okay, I'm going to read a defense. I want you to throw the ball right here. If this look is there, they can run the same offense with Purdy doing that. The question obviously is at the end of games, in third down situations, in stress times when he hasn't done that now and when a team has an entire week to prepare for him, can he be the same guy as Jimmy? I don't know, but structurally of the offense, it will be the exact same offense with Purdy in there. Now, that was cogent analysis. It, that really was. That's how we saw it. Yeah. I didn't see it as an insult. Yes, the skill sets of Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo are similar, far more similar than Trey Lance how and Jimmy Garoppolo. How do you not Garoppolo. look at that as an indictment? If Seattle, no, all he's Seattle. saying is we can still run the same stuff. If if Trey well, were it, well, in, if Trey were in, and and Purdy was replacing Trey, Trey got hurt. He'd be like, man, now I can't run all the the quarterback right, all runs the cool the things for a talented player. I can't player. do that. But the, I can't do. That's what he. That's all he's saying. It, to but me. I do think if, if 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 other quarterbacks are out, of you wouldn't say the same thing. Of like, course, oh, change if they're not yeah, in. Right. But if their Patrick offense Mahomes is so. Was out, their offense no. is so kind of scripted to what Jimmy. The limitations of, of it Jimmy. It is paint by numbers. Well, he, it is paint by numbers, and we how know it's much, paint by how numbers. Much is, how much uh, has, is Baltimore changing the offense with, with Huntley? I don't Instead know. of Lamar. I'm not sure. Probably, but, but they got a backup that's similar. He's not as good as Lamar, obviously. Yeah. But it's similar, but so we don't have to change as much. Right, that's all this is. No. Scheme-wise, yeah. They're not changing much in Baltimore, oh, but the stop. talent that's of Lamar all I'm saying. But the talent. is so different. Guys, Absolutely. Brew. If the Cowboys lost Dak and they had to go to Cooper. Dak, is, have I ever said Jimmy's better than Dak? No. Or as good as right. Dak. If the Titans lost Ryan Tannehill. Because I know I, you I think Jimmy's as good as I watched the Titans with Malik Willis right. give the Kansas City Chiefs all they right. could so, handle. So, okay. So and they, and he was, what, he throw for 10 yards? That game, <laughs> like that? So, so if the Titans lost Malik Willis, you'd think they would have the same attitude. Because the Niners still think they can win the I Super think Bowl. It only Vegas still slight. thinks they can win the Super Bowl. What if Miami went to Teddy Bridgewater? You still think they can win the Super Bowl. Uh, no, because two is better than Jimmy G, and I've never said two otherwise. is better than Jimmy G. All right, Absolutely. what if the what if the Seahawks lost Geno Smith? Well, the Seahawks aren't doing anything anyway. No. Can I ask you? A I mean, really, question? the Seahawks aren't doing anything anyway. Is there a chance that Brock Purdy keeps this job if Jimmy G comes back? If they're in the playoffs, if he gets in the playoffs, really well, I think so. Yeah, Whoa, I don't even be admit that. That, that wouldn't be you good. I admitted that, that the I mean, other day. If, if, if he's, he's playing really well. If he's well. playing well enough to get him in the playoffs, and Jimmy G comes back, I think they'll have a tough discussion on what to do. Gotta go to Not Jimmy just G. get to the playoffs, but he's got to really play well. Got to go to Jimmy G. Why does he have to play well, bro? It's court- no, to keep the job. From but you're a wins guy. Mistakes wins. for Baker to start wins tonight. He might. First things first. A little bit more. Next. <laughs> Who's not making the medal stand? Well, it's the number one team in the West. Pelicans, Pistons, Zion with a big dunk. Yep. Somehow the number one team can, doesn't deserve a medal? Can I just tell huh? you real quick, Brew, correct what? me if I'm wrong. The reason no one gives Wilds credit for calling the Pelicans frisky and them now being the one seed is not because we didn't think the Pelicans could be good. It's because he tarnished the frisky brand yep. by going with a team that was a dark horse contender. Totally agree. You went from the magic totally to a team that 
could make the finals. They're That's one. not frisky. They're number one. Now, if okay. you had said Utah was <laughs> right, frisky, Utah, I Indiana, right? Those yep. would have. Indiana was oh. number four on the. This frisky was list. easy. Wow, <laughs> yes, exactly. It's beneath you. This For, is our most star-studded medal Sam maybe of the year. Kyrie Irving. Oh, really? Bronze, yeah, of course. Bronze medal, 33, five, five and nine, and they needed every last bit of it as the Hornets gave a, lar- a charge at the end of that game. Good on you. Good uh, on Medal stand, you know, holds I mean, no biases. Objective. Like totally objective. Silver medal. The most electrifying man in sports entertainment. I, two best finger rolls of the night happen, of the year happened last night with John Kyrie. Yeah. I think so. There's John Morant getting a silver medal. Bruise guy, always Thank been you. bruise guy. Gold medal. I got credit words too. Wilds MVP this year. Giannis. 33, 6, uh, 35, obvious, 6, right? and 7. New Orleans, Frisky, Giannis, and <laughs> Wilds. I'm trying what to give you credit. What happened to Upset Alert, Wilds. guys? Wilds. I don't want to be Upset credit. Alert guy every time. Yeah, I'm trying to give you credit, Wilds. That is, by the way, that is Brew's MVP in his heart, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Brew's pick for MVP, John Morant, and Wilds pick for MVP, Giannis. So good job for, guys, for you guys. You really went out on a limb on that one, huh? I'm trying to out on a limb every time. Baker starting tonight would be what? Schefter said he might start tonight yeah. if Wolford I'll answer go. in a moment. Real quick, Wild. Yeah, go. Bruce been a little frisky today, Big time. huh? Big time. So, really? What type of yeah. tweet is no. this? We're this putting is that's a, Schefter, I, I jumped the newsread. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. And the tweet was long, so we got to the meat oh, of it. Okay, we got Moral it. Moral of the story, Baker might start. All right. Uh, it would be reckless. It'd be reckless, reckless. by the Rams yeah. and oh, reckless guys. by Baker. I, I, but he can't. You really think he should go to McVay and be like, don't play me? Don't no, play I, me. no. Please. I think that he should go to McVay. I think McVay is going to say, hey, you know, are you prepared to play? And I think Baker is going to be like, listen, if you need me, of course I'll play. I think it would be best if, you know, we go next week when I have a better idea of who my teammates are <laughs> and the, the offense and things like that. I also think, tell me if you disagree with me, that if Baker comes off the bench because someone gets hurt mm. and plays terribly, he will get so much more of a pass yeah, I agree. than if he's the starter and plays terribly, even though we all know he's only been there for two days. Sure. I think if he starts, we'll be like, well, Supposed to play well, but if it's like, man, he got there two days ago, wasn't even expecting to play, because I want Baker to have a chance to succeed, and I don't think starting tonight is a chance to succeed. Do you agree? It's a little bit of a sign of disrespect. Do you agree with that? I think so. I just don't I think, think it's you a sign of how a, desperate a, they are. Maybe. I, I don't want to think it's disrespect, but I don't know that you throw a viable quarterback in there with two day, one day with his team. Offensive line is a mess, but still. Wouldn't it be great if Baker went out it's there? It's must-see TV. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. I, I kind of hope he plays just But I don't us. think – listen, I think the Raiders sneakily feel like their season's alive. Oh, I think the, they are? Yeah. You know, Raider I think out. the whole – well, I mean, they, they're on the eliminated the tier the for the committee. So, I mean, their oh, season's not alive. Well, well, if you're eliminated, back. you're eliminated. But I think a lot Your of people think their season's alive. pick is for the first time this season. They're alive. It's looking they're like – They're in the hunt. in the hunt. Brew talk bad about your Super Bowl pick when he had the Packers? Why do you let him do it? It's so I also had the bills. I also had the bills. Hey, speak coming up next. That's the main.